What's up, guys? We're back with the fade episode twelve. Uh, this time we're without Cam Britt, uh, but it's me, Ethan McLeod, along with Luke Zima, Stephen Laurie, and Dylan Pupo. Uh, we're just gonna we're gonna get it rolling right away. First off, we're gonna start start uh, talking about this uh, Grace, former Eagle, former Colt, Carson Wentz. He was released from the Commanders this week. Uh, just, just, just a disappointing story all around, uh, especially from you know an Eagles fan's perspective. Uh, but uh, what, what do you guys think about about that situation? I think, dude, it's just a sad story. It's a sad story with Carson Wentz. I, I was very high on him. I know a lot of Eagles fans were. Um, this this might be the end of seeing Carson Wentz get his $30 million paydays and obviously starting again in the league. I think right now I don't see teams that are really QB needy because the teams that are QB needy are all in the beginning of the draft. Um, this might be uh, where Wentz – this is where he's going to be signing the little chief. 10, $15 million, maybe even less deals, and just playing a big role as a backup. It sucks to suck, but um, everyone really called it that this was his final straw with the commanders. And Heineke came in and just proved, man, just showed the team that he can pull it together. They they were horrible in the beginning, flat. Wentz did, though, start off really good. His numbers, he was top five in the league with passing yards, but that's because they'd get down so early in the game that he'd have to be throwing. But once Heineke came, there was a whole new commander team. They were the first to knock the Eagles off. Controversial win, obviously. But, yeah, it's a sad story with Carson Wentz. I wish him the best in his future endeavors, whatever team he lands on. You're not going to be a starter anymore. So kiss that goodbye, buddy. You suck. And uh, pass that over to Steven. And God bless Wentz. We know he's a Christian man. The AL1 Foundation, donate to that. I was going to say, dude, you have to give him credit because, you know, damn, well, me and you were massive Carson Wentz fans in 2016 and 17. So, I mean, yeah, I was a Carson Wentz fan, but then, the, like Luke said, it's a, it's just a sad story. It really is, man, because when you're so high on somebody and he plays for your team and you just watch him do good and, like, injuries kind of – injuries kind of haven't taken over Carson Wentz's career. He's kind of just not been playing up to par. But he still has had his injuries, you know what I mean? And that does have an effect on players, and he's starting to get up there in age. And honestly, man, I think that his starting days are over, especially his thirty those $30 million contract days. Um, unless there's, like, a really needy team that ends up popping up in the offseason that, like, doesn't isn't high on their draft pick or something like that, I don't really see Carson Wentz having a starting job. And within the next, like, two, maybe three years, I see him end up being like a starting quarterback in the XFL or something like that, like how Ben DiNucci is. And who knows, maybe he'll light it up in a league like that, honestly. But like Luke said, hats off to you, Carson Wentz. Thanks for everything he did in Philly, but you kind of suck now, dude. So let's hear it, Dylan. What I think happened is he got injured in 2017. He got to be the backup QB, and he realized, man, this is a cool job. So now he just purposely sucks on the field so he could just sit as me a backup QB, make a couple mil a year and just sit back and kick the shoes up. But now on a serious note, I'm seeing a little deja vu 
with this 2017 and the 2022 Eagles, you know, like everyone loved Wentz with that great team surrounding him. And then now he sucks. Are we seeing the same thing happening or is this a different story with Hurts? You guys tell me. See, that's, I think it's at the same time, it is like a similar situation, but at the same time, it's a completely different story. Like Wentz, once really did change after he got injured like that and that ACL tear in 2017, he came back and he didn't really look the same. Like he, he would, before that he would scramble out of the pocket. He would make insane plays with his legs and he'd just be, he just like look more confident. And after that, you just never really see him do that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, there's that one hit, uh, in the playoffs against the Seahawks when he got injured, uh, he got concussed. And I, even after that, like, he, he he looked even worse. He just looked like his head wasn't in the game. Uh, he wasn't focused. And, like, I, I don't know. He just he, – he lost whatever he had because he was a special player. Don't don't get me wrong. If you go back and watch, watch his highlights from 2017 – he he was an MB, MVP. Even yeah. even in his rookie season, man, there was still stuff to go off of. You know That's what I mean? So high on him was his rookie season, dude. I mean, I don't know. I mean, his rookie season wasn't that great. I mean, no, it wasn't. It wasn't up to. It wasn't up to like a great a great player or a good player. But it was honestly. For, but you knew he had that spark in him. You know what I mean? Like you knew he was going to be good next season. I'm not trying to like throw you guys on this because I honestly don't believe it to a T. But it's kind of that like. Him, him and Hertz had this like similar, like where they, their first year they weren't, where they had like, you know, plays here and there and you could see it. And then the next year they blew up. But I mean, Hertz also didn't get injured. I think, I think an injury did have to deal with Wentz. I think he like got in a little bit like, you know, mental issues, like trying to get over the injury. And also mm-hmm. backups, having a backup that, then, that everyone's like, oh, he's the one winning the games. You know, I think that well, played a toll. Was winning that Super Bowl, man. After he got hurt, mm-hmm. well, that's, I mean, that's a good point. It was, it was, well, it was even with Nick Foles, with Nick Foles winning that Super Bowl, and then everyone's like, "Oh, start Nick Foles next season." Even though Wentz had the MVP caliber season, we seen that we seen Foles end up going to Jacksonville getting mm-hmm. his big payday after winning the Super Bowl. But everyone's like, "Oh, sign him, bring him back." Ultimately, look what happened to Foles, but then Hurts gets drafted, and it's all this controversy the first four weeks stirring up. It's, oh, Carson Wentz, bench him, bench him, or bring this guy. Let's see what he got. You know, uh, you know what, I, what else I think is, is like, I think uh, when the offseason comes, it really gives, like, the NFL time to sit down and, like, find, like, the weaknesses and stuff to, like, these players, like, like if you like like didn't have a great season and then you blow up to have a great season, like you know it's hard for like a team to prepare. Like you know what I mean? Like the so say the Chiefs, like the Chiefs weren't preparing for Jalen Hurts all year until the Super Bowl because they weren't going to play them. Mm-hmm. Now it's like over the off season they get time to like break down the players. So like I think after that off season, uh, a lot of teams might have been able to look at uh, Wentz's film and like maybe found a couple weaknesses of him. And then when he came back in, he started to struggle a little bit, and then he lost it completely with his head and his injuries and whatever. But I don't know that. I don't know if that's specific, but I do know once the offseason comes, they really do break players down more and more. 
I just think too, uh, from my point of view, I would say, and even though I did like Carson Wentz, I always said this about him. He did not have that, that mentality to be in Philadelphia. Cause you know what Philly, if you do one wrong thing, you're going to be getting bashed, 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 bashed. You have to live up to their par. Jalen Hurts, man, lives for that. You know what I mean? And Wentz didn't live for that. It was a whole different thing. It was like, oh, if if they talk crap on me, they turn their back on me. No, they just want you to play good. They want they love you. You know what I mean? When they expect to win, that's what Philly expects is they expect to win. Is it? What, is it? Uh, it's him and uh, Ben Simmons' best friends. Man, yeah, Ben Simmons couldn't handle couldn't handle Philadelphia, and look at him now. He might look be the biggest joke Philly athlete of all time, Ben Simmons. I know. Yeah. Don't don't get me going with that because I remember when all the freaking Sixers fans were saying how he if he can get a jump shot he'll be the next LeBron. But yeah. anyway, he was really good at one point though. I but mean, hey, hey, this ain't this ain't the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> we'll keep it to whatever. But no, I think I think um Hertz has a lot has the locker room as well. You know what I mean? Like. When Carson's up there after a big game winning, you know what I mean? Like, all praise to God, don't get me wrong. But, like, Hertz is, you know, in that thing, leading it, cursing it up, just showing that dog in him. And Wentz is like, whatever, dude, just a nice, subtle guy. You know what I mean? No one's taking – like, he's not in the huddle saying, get your effing crap together. You know what I mean? Hertz is that guy. He wants everyone to play up to their speed. Like, dude, we got AJ because of Jalen. A lot of people, man, without the Super – like, without him, we don't have the Super Bowl run. I don't care. You can't go and say, all right, throw this quarterback in and the Eagles are going to win. Hurts is built in a system. Don't get me wrong. But system QBs, it's – I don't really necessarily agree with that, but I think you you base it on what you can build around it. And when you have a specific quarterback, how do you build with it? Unfortunately, Carson wasn't in the plans for it. Um, we didn't have Sirianni when Carson was there. It was Peterson. But Hurts uh, played under Peterson's offense and looked played pretty well as well when he came in against, I think it was Green Bay, and then he played really good against the Saints. You know, so I, I like I said, I, I believe in Jalen Hurts, but I said the same thing about Wentz. I think Jalen Hurts, though, has the, the dog in him, the mentality in him to – really actually win an MVP, and Carson had that in him to win an MVP. I just don't – I think he lost a lot of confidence and him ultimately himself down the road because coming from North Dakota State University, you don't really expect him to be that good, and he was a top two draft pick and arguably could have went number one over golf. But uh, going off of that, we have the Bears – leaning towards trading the number one pick but moving away from Will Anderson. What's your thoughts on that? Because I, I think they should keep Fields, but I'm hearing reports that they might trade Fields for Trey Lance, all this. I don't know. What do don't, you trade, don't trade for Lance because you know why, how you just said about Carson Wentz. Trey Lance is the same, is another Carson Wentz story. Dude, same school, same pick. It Injuries are just going to be his downfall. You know what I mean? I really don't believe in Trey Lance I never really have so um and it's just I don't know I don't know Dylan let's hear it I mean the 
big question is there's a lot of them top 10 picks, like you were saying, Luke, was are like all looking for quarterbacks. So that's like that's a tough it's a tough spot to be in. I mean, if you're gonna trade back. So if they're trading back, are they like what's the gig with it? Are they like saying like that they do believe in fields for now? That that's what I that's what I would assume. I'd assume that they're believing in Justin Fields. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of controversy surrounding Bryce Young's height. I mean, yeah, I, I think he's the best thing coming to, out that he's only five nine. Yeah, I think the best thing to do would be trade to honestly trade Fields and still have your number one pick. Trade Fields to one of them top ten teams, then you get two top ten picks. Take Young. And then go for another. You know what I mean? Like it, well, you can I, I could see what that. What you you guys well know this. With that number one pick, that can get any like so much value. It's just so much value to where I can see just a bunch of a bunch of teams in the back who are if they're so high on Bryce Young, or if if someone knows something that Houston wants C.J. Stroud or something at the number one pick, whatever it is. I can see a team just unloading everything to go and get this star guy. Why well, I, I agree with that. I think you should do that. I think I think if I was an NFL GM and if I seen someone that I actually think is is my guy, I think there's no price tag on it. That the quarterback position, like like a Mahomes, like if I was like the say I'm the 28th pick in the draft, Mahomes this year, and I see Mahomes and I'm like, that's my guy. I know it. You can't tell me now you wouldn't trade. F- I would have traded three first rounders right there to, to jump up and get Mahomes. If, see, but Kansas City saw something that other people didn't with Mahomes. You know uh, what I mean? Everyone was like, "Why are they trading to the tenth pick?" And then everyone's like, "What the like? What the hell are they doing?" And they ended up drafting a guy from Texas Tech. And look at what happened with that. So yeah, I agree with you. If you can see something in a guy that other people don't, which what. I would do it over and over again. You know what I mean? And maybe rebuild for a season or two. But do you think though Bryce Young is is that first that first overall pick? No. Not at this point. I think it's gonna end up going to CJ Stroud. Um, honestly. But the whole Chicago thing, man, I think it, it that's smart by them because honestly I'm not a big fan of Justin Fields, but he he played he had a good season for them, man. You know what I mean? Why would I wouldn't give up on my quarterback to draft a linebacker? You know what I mean? Like I just don't think I don't see I really don't see them end up doing that. I think they give Justin Fields a shot. He likes it over there. You know what I mean? Chicago's not a very liked team. You know what I mean? Like you don't see many Bears fans, but they have they have a franchise legacy. Like yeah, exactly. Bears go way exactly. back. Like Mike Dicka, Dick Buckus. Exactly, dude, and that's what I think. Um, I think Fields likes that. You know what I mean? I think he wants to make his own legacy. That I just wanted to say that name. You know? <laughs> See, I don't. I don't think it would be smart for Chicago to trade Fields. I mean, they they already established roots with him. They already. They already got him gone. He obviously – he improved from his rookie year last year. I don't think that's a question. Uh, it's just, is he going to improve more? Because he definitely needs to improve more. I mean, 
running the ball, he's a natural. He's he's one of the best runners in the league, running back or quarterback wise. But uh, I think I, I think that's not where they need to be looking this offseason at moving quarterbacks. I think that's the least yeah. problems. I think they they have a lot more going on on the line on both sides of the ball. Uh, they have to figure out what they're doing at running back, uh, wide receiver. Like literally, they have Mont- Montgomery's got done there. Yeah, so they they're hot, very high on Khalil Herbert. Yeah, but they they have. I I feel like they have a lot more issues that they need to deal with over quarterback. So I could see them moving down in the draft, maybe getting like two two top ten picks for that first overall, and. I mean, we'll see what's going on with Jalen Carter. Um, you know, we we don't know what's going on with his deal yet, uh, with his uh, allegations. But yeah, I think I think he would fit well on that team, and they could get another pick out of that that they could use for their team. Because I, I I don't think they should move on from Justin Fields just yet. Neither Carter drops. How far could he drop? You think? He was supposed to be like a top a top ten pick. He was supposed to be, he was supposed five. To be top five, yeah. yeah. I could probably see him dropping. It depends, honestly, man. He was at the combine today. Yeah, I think it's it's a whole bunch of what ifs right now with him. Yeah. Because we, we don't really know what his situation is gonna lead to. So like I I think he's like such a special talent that like if this is like the worst case scenario for him right now with just these charges and like not, nothing else comes out of this. I think I think he'll still go top five. Like I think he'll be fine. But you know, yeah, if, I think I think he'll he get worse. Top five. If things do get worse and like more news comes out about what happened, then you know he could drop. Well, didn't a teammate and like an assistant die or something like that? Yeah, apparently he was like he called nine one one. And said that he was like he saw he didn't see the crash happen. He was like a mile away, and then eventually he's he's they found out that like he was like right there. Oh, crash happened. They're they're racing apparently. Yeah, that's what I saw. They got like they're they're saying that he was racing, but I really didn't look much into it. I was kind of busy this morning. I just saw he was back at the combine, but that's crazy, man. Um, yeah, it depends. Where he, what happens? I mean, he went when the when the news came out yesterday. He went and like he took care of whatever allegations or whatever charges he was. Uh, I saw he was out on like a four thousand dollar bond or something. Yeah. So like, and him being back at the combine already is a good sign. Yeah, that's a good sign, right? Right. No, he's not participating yet. That's that's a good sign. So uh, I guess I guess. We just have to wait and see what happens with him. I hope it all goes well for him. Yeah, that, that that's a shame what happened, unfortunately. Uh, moving on off that topic, I I don't really like this guy. I know he's an elite player, Jamal Adams. He's making eighteen point one mil. The guy is probably in what in the last like two or three seasons. He hasn't honestly don't know if he's ever had a full season. But I know when he does play, he is very effective. Don't get me wrong about that. But I even think last season, what, he played like four to like seven weeks tops. I think he was done after like week six or seven. 
What's your guys' take? Would you cut Jamal Adams, restructure him, I'm or give him one more chance in Seattle? I would probably cut him at this point, to be honest, and save the cap room because how you said he's very effective when he plays, and I think that's true, but it's also when he's healthy and plays. You know what I mean? He hasn't been like the Jamal Adams that we saw on the Jets in a long time. You know what I mean? Since he's been with Seattle, he hasn't been the same Jamal Adams that we've seen on the Jets and at LSU. And he, he's just not that same guy anymore. You know what I mean? And that's another guy that I think injuries have taken a toll on his career, man. He's a safety and he kind of plays like a linebacker. You know what I mean? He just, I don't know. I, I would probably cut him at this point and, and save the cap room. I know they want to bring back Bobby Wagner too. Which would kind of be smart. Quandre Diggs and both him and Jamal Adam are are both safeties. And they're both making, I think Quandre is making like 16. They're both in the top like seven safeties being paid. I mean, I think if I was Seattle, I would try to restructure. Because, I mean, even if you only get him for, you know, eight games a year – if you if you can restructure it to where it's not that much money, I mean, eight games of of Adams playing at you know full health is worth you know, you know, I mean, he's not going to get bet minimum, but he's going to get like you know a lot less than he is now. But if he ain't going to like cooperate, might as well. Might as is well it worth it though if they can put that money in the weapons to surround the quarterback? I mean, it, like I said, it just depends how well you get him. I mean, if you yeah. you got to have a conversation and see if he'll restructure, and if you can get him well enough. I mean, once playoffs start, if it, that's what I always think. Like, you know, if you could just get to the playoffs and then those type of players are healthy for playoffs, that's where it's like, okay, it's worth it now. Like, I always think that with, like, uh, Tyron Smith is always injured with Dallas. And I'm always like, as long as he's healthy by the time the playoffs start, at least we'll have him for the playoffs if we can make it that far. You know what I mean? So that's the way I look at it. I mean, as long as you're good enough to make it and he's on your roster, it's a good move. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Jamal Adams is worth 18 mil. Definitely not. I, I honestly rather take Quandre Diggs with that kind of money. I, I think uh, this year he it was probably his best year, honestly. He's he's a, he's a really good safety. Uh but Jamal Adams, he's a really dynamic player and uh, uh he his like play style is so unique too at the safety position that like He's kind. He is worth like I'd say at least like ten mil, but like eighteen mil is kind of pushing it, especially for a player that's injury prone. Um, so I I think if they if push came to shove, if they had to cut him, I think they would, but they obviously don't want to. They brought him there for a reason. Yeah, I def I like I said I would probably go and cut Jamal Adams. Like, but Dylan makes a good point. Like, in the, when it comes to playoff time, you really want those guys who could go and affect the game in multiple ways. Eighteen million though is a lot of money to go and uh, spread around. You know, like Steve said, all right, help help the offense. They don't really need that much help on offense besides whatever, because they had a really good um, – but, I mean, I think what Seattle could do is keep building their defense. That's what they are known for for the past. A lot of young guys on that defense that are going to need paid. Yeah, so. they're going to develop. Yeah, like Tariq yeah. and Michael Jackson yeah. Sr., stuff like yeah. that. They'll develop. Um, going off of Jamal Adams, 
a former Dallas Cowboy, I think still a current Miami Dolphin, Byron Jones, was just saying, he's like, man, I can't jump like I once could. Uh, his knees are just all messed up now from taking, he said, the effects of taking the NFL pain meds. I know Emmanuel Ocho, um, he's an NFL ESPN analyst. He came out and said when he was in the league, he – dislocated his thumb and they're like, Oh, just take this. And he's like, no, I want to get an MRI. I believe dude, uh, Mahomes man took something at halftime. I'm not going to be that crazy Eagles fan. That's still going to always keep going and saying that, but uh, it just shows you the effects. Like if he's like, actually when they tell you, Oh, you don't need surgery. He's like, go get the surgery, you know? So uh, I don't know if you guys want to, throw anything on top of that. I just thought it was pretty cool that like a pretty unique thing that Byron Jones is speaking out about the NFL and like the behind the scenes stuff like that. So these guys got anything to throw about that. Well, you said uh, you think he's a uh, current dolphin. Uh, I think honestly, I think he uh, actually retired with that statement because he, he went and he tweeted it was an honor and privilege to play in the NFL, but it came at a regrettable cost. I do not foresee, Wow. in my opinion, uh, no amount of professional success or financial gain is worth avoid- avoidable chronic pain and disabilities. Godspeed to the draft class of 2023. Wow. So that that looks like he's, he's done playing. Retired. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. And he was a very good uh, corner, man. Just goes it goes to show you, dude. No matter how much time you put put in, and you get hurt, and then the, the, all they care about, all the owners and the coaches care about, is take this. We need you for this game. Get get the help. Get the MRIs done. Get the surgeries. Take the right steps instead of blocking that pain for the shortest amount of time. Look at that. A career ended early. Uh, uh, when he was with the Cowboys, that's why he got that big bag with the Dolphins because he was in an elite corner. You know, that's sad. And I just kind of wanted him on the Eagles. Yeah. He's, it's just the way the world works, man. It's all about money. Those owners just want to make that money. They don't care about, you know, your individual health and stuff like that. Yeah, but uh, it goes to show, like, no, no amount of money is worth your body. Only get yeah, but what did he get? What did he get out of putting that out? Like, po- like posting about it. Like, maybe, what? maybe helping the younger generation. Like he said, Godspeed yeah. for the twenty twenty three draft class. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's not really the same scenario either. But look at like Luke Keekley. You know what I mean? Retired because of head injuries, and he was saying like for younger players to just watch out for that type of thing. You know what I mean? Luke Keekley could have been one of the greatest linebackers to ever play the game, if not the greatest linebacker to ever play the game, in my opinion. He was an absolute monster, and his career was ended very short because of injuries. And it's not really the same scenario because those were um, – what were they like painkillers or something that Byron Jones was taking? Yeah, uh, I I think Trenerol or whatever it is shooting but, up, and then, then there were can... pills and stuff that Emmanuel Ocho was talking about, and they're speculating too that it was uh, someone with the Eagles because Ocho or Ho whatever however one wants to say he played for the Eagles, and I went and read in the comments and they're like, I believe this is when he played for the Eagles. I don't know if you know. Um, about a week and a half, two weeks ago, former Eagle Chris Maragos 
just made, dude, he uh, was a special teams player his entire career. And he just made 40 some million dollars suing the NFL. And Nick Foles was by his side for it. But he sued the NFL because the Eagles training staff took pro- improper care. And he made, he his, uh, his entire career, he made, I think, only $8 million in total. And in the, this, he made literally 40 some mil. But, con- but concussions are hard, man. That's another thing, too, that, like, people don't realize. Like, you look at uh, all players after, man. Uh, it's sad to see, like, Aaron Hernandez when they went and viewed his thing. Uh, I think Vincent Jackson, Marion Barber. A lot of these guys were suffering from CTE. Uh, who was it? Was it Steve McNair, the quarterback with Tennessee who ultimately killed himself? No, he got murdered, actually, but yeah. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of these guys are suffering with CT. My my apologies with that. But, uh, yeah, let's let's go off. Let's get off that subject. You know. Um, <laughs> let's keep talking about free agency here. Let's get off that. Well, well what do you – I know Dylan's going to – I want Dylan's opinion on this one. Um, Dak Prescott, they're planning to extend him for the last two or three weeks. There was all these rumors. Let's take a moment to shout out our sponsor. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, what 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 do you think about Dak Prescott there? Uh, I absolutely love what the Cowboys are doing right now. It it's the best time to do it. It it's like he had the worst year of his career. Technically, technically the worst year of his career. So you're gonna get him at the cheapest right now. So. I'd much rather them if they're going to, ex- they're going to end up extending them at any point. So I think that's like their logic right now. Like we're going to end up doing it in like a year or two. Might as well do it now while he's on his down year. Cause now we have more leverage and we can get him a little bit cheaper on an extension, which I don't know if he's going to agree to that. He might though. Cause of like, you know, he had that ankle injury and stuff. So he might be worried about like health issues. Like he knows what it, what it takes and stuff. So I do think it's a very good move by the Cowboys organization. I honestly, a lot of people hate on the Joneses, but I think they've been doing a damn good job the last, you know, 10 years. I really do. I think, you know, they draft incredibly well. I mean, I remember this year we were getting hate on Tyler Smith for drafting him. They're like, who is this guy? He shouldn't have been drafted in the first round. And, and he has all these holding issues and blah, blah, blah. And like, he ended up being like, you know, probably the second best rookie lineman in, in the draft. They draft incredible. I, I remember when they drafted Vanderish, I was like, like, who is this guy? Like, I was so pissed, and it just ended up being a good thing. So I honestly – I know all the old guys that saw the Cowboys win Super Bowls in the 90s hate Jerry Jones because he ruined the team and fired Jimmy Johnson, but I think that they're doing a pretty damn good job. And I think, you know, the only thing I think they should do is I think they should – I think their their team is close enough right now to where they if they sign a couple big names, they could make a push. But they just seem to be afraid to make those big commitments to players that aren't on their organization. Yeah, that's one thing. I'll give Dallas credit. They have drafted very well over the past however many years. They always have, yeah. Past like, one one thing they really don't do is sign big free agents. And I think that's that's like what, what or make the trades. What you said, Dylan. They're kind of hesit- hesitant to. They're kind of like afraid of uh, what might happen. But like I, what they're doing with Dak, I think is smart. Like you said, it's at the perfect time. You know, he just had 
a down down year. Um, I, I I don't I don't think there's really any other option for them uh, at the quarterback position. Like they they they're gonna re-sign him. So I think I think what they're doing at this time is it, it's what they have to do, honestly. Yeah, I, I think I think you have to keep Dak Prescott. It's it's the right thing. He's a known guy in the system, in the locker room, and the whole organization. Uh, perfect timing, yeah, because obviously we know Dak could play to an MVP caliber type. Um, the NFC the NFC division is only getting weaker as it goes. You know, we don't know where Aaron Rodgers goes. Um, you know, there's a lot of different scenarios. I think the NFC East. It's going to be that tough division now. You know how the last few years it was down in the dumps. And I think you want a veteran quarterback like Dak Prescott in there and just shooting shooting with it. Um, now, now what happens then here? When you extend Dak Prescott, what happens here with like Tony Pollard? You know what I mean? Because I know now there, there's a deadline coming with franchise tagging. Yeah, that's March seventh. Yeah. So what mm-hmm. happens there with then Tony? Like Well, the whole point of the Dak Prescott thing too is to create more cap space for right yeah. now. He's he's projected, I think, forty nine million this year. Or not projected, but he is getting like forty nine this year and I think fifty two next year. So like if they get him if they could sign him now to an extension, they're gonna push more money to the future and then like get him for cheaper this year that way they could, uh, you know, re-sign some players. I mean, they're, they're going to franchise take Pollard. I'm pretty sure that's certain at this point. Sure that, and yeah. what, let, let uh, Dalton walk in a way? Dalton's going to walk. They have young tight ends. Yeah, I yeah. Ethan and you were saying last week, he's really – these are both high on that, uh, the rookie that was there last year. Well, they're, yeah, they're talking about um, also saving money for uh, CD and uh, – digs because the, both them they came out of the same draft class so their contracts are due at the same time oh i think uh cd and digs oh yeah they, so they, their contracts are coming up in a uh they're saying they might extend uh digs now and then they're going to use the fifth year option on cd and then sign cd so i think they're just trying to like play with numbers right now try to get like prescott a little bit cheaper see, but do you, now do you uh do you think because Obviously, there's a lot of controversy rumors about getting Trayvon there or, or Stefan. Mm-hmm. And what what would you do if in the situation? I think we talked about this last week. Do you think he would take a cut to bring his brother over? I mean, I think he's still young. I think Trayvon could go and, ma- and make a, a nice, pretty penny, dude, anywhere. Like, if he went out in free agency and tested free agency, I would more than likely guarantee you that. Trayvon Diggs, when he becomes a free agent, would probably be the highest paid corner, if not the top three highest paid, because I don't think he's that good. But I think teams do that to get, all right, bring him in. The market's only going to go up every year. Like Ethan was saying something about Bosa wanting 35 mil. You know what I mean? And the market is – that's the market for edge rushers and – and stuff too. I I know they're not both the same position. We're just talking about whatever boosting the market. Yeah, Tyron Diggs. You if they if it were the brothers were to team up, I think 
you'd have a better chance of getting Stefan to take the discount than you would Chervon. And I think they would talk about that as brothers too. Cause it's like your first contract after your rookie contract is like your big payday. Like that's the biggest contract you're going to get in your career. Cause you're still young, but you're like a little bit experienced. It's your first time you're going to get your real money. So I think like if that were to work that way, Stefan's like near like more of like the back end of his career. So he would like be like, all right, like you get your bag, like you get your big money. I'll, t- I'll take a little less to play with you. But I don't think that's going to happen either way. Uh, I don't know. I mean, and Trevon Diggs, I think Trevon Diggs had an amazing season this year. I think it's under the radar because he doesn't have the picks. Everybody said the year before it's he gets he beat. Fell, he down on jumping, on jumping. Well, I think they – and a lot of quarterbacks avoided him. They did. It happened. It was a lot – he got a lot less targets this year. And also, I think that also has to do with the fact that Dallas had so many quarterback issues on the other side. So it was like quarterbacks were targeting that that weak corner every every game. So he didn't have as many opportunities. But he still made the Pro Bowl. So I think he did have a pretty yeah, decent season. Does the Pro Bowl – what would you guys say? Do you, Like, what is a Pro Bowl? Does it matter? In this generation? No. I, I think it's a notch under your belt. Don't get me wrong. I think that's an accolade. I, uh, but we see over and over again a lot of players back out. Like, what do you, what's your guys' take on that? Well, even Josh Jacobs said, dude, it's a joke. You know what I mean? He led the league in rushing, and he just saw what they were doing, like the events there, and he was just kind of like, this is a joke, man. Why are we even wasting our time with this? I think since Huntley got – like pick to play this year. I think that room, like, I think that made a lot of, like, all right, this is not, now it's a complete joke. Cause like, you, get honor. you usually saw like the people in the Pro Bowl were people that like deserved it for the most part. Like you didn't see anyone that was like completely out, out of the blue that like nobody would see happening. So I think that like kind of ruined it. Like did Dak even Dak? I don't even think Dak made it this year, but Huntley did like, I mean, I know Dak was injured for five games, but he still went. What? Well, that's the thing. Like, yeah. But that's also NFC and AFC. Oh yeah. yeah regardless, yeah. no. But regard, but regardless, anyways, though. It the goes skill. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, yeah. I, I think the, the players just see it as a waste of time, honestly. Yeah. Well, so do the fans. Like, who, who's who even watches the Pro Bowl? I haven't the watched reason, the Pro Bowl in years. The only reason I'd pay, I'd pay to go there is to see like some of the best players. You know what I mean? But I'm not going there to watch flag football when I can go and watch the fucking Colt. <laughs> My bad. To where I can go and watch the Colt Cougars, these 12-year-olds, man, play a, be- a better, harder hitting game than that. Yeah, well, you know? um, the way I look at it is like uh, the uh, – I'm losing my train of thought here. <laughs> No, just go ahead. Just let me. That let me, might have been. I just want to say I, that I, might have been my first f bomb slip. So yeah, you got you got me all messed up here. Now I heard that f bomb and I'm like, oh, I can't. But yeah, can't. that might have been my first. That might have been my first one ever in in uh, twelve apps. <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't be acting like that. You got to <laughs> uh, dude. No, uh, I might I might have to uh, be on a little uh, bus talk probation after that one. Yeah, <laughs> a, a little suspension coming my way. No, Peace I got. Bro. I got, I got what I was. I was just gonna say the mini games. I think the mini games are kind of cool to watch. Cool, yeah, yeah. Like that, that's that's fine. But the whole game is stupid. The thing is, though, man, like it used to be an honor 
like I said, to be in the Pro Bowl. You know what I mean? Now you got, like, YouTubers and stuff, like, destroying. Don't get me wrong. I like watching his videos. I think destroying's the man. But you have dudes like that, man, participating in these events in the Pro Bowl. Like, that's kind of weird. You know what I mean? I didn't even watch it. What did he do? He, he was just, like, running routes with the receivers and stuff like that. Like, covering them and shit. Like, why... Dude, I swear to God, I watched a video on Facebook. That's of it. Right, yeah, that's uh, that's stupid. It's I mean, I mean, it's cool. It's cool for the brand because then it also gains followers. We're having destroying come in, but it's it's just a point, man. Like that's like destroying's cool. I know a lot of people mess with him and and are cool with him in the NFL, but at the same time, dude, like these guys are on a level like this, dude. You keep them there. Whatever. He, and he wasn't like playing in it, you know what I mean? Like yeah, destroying no. wasn't playing in the pro bowl. He was just like doing little things with the receivers, and you know what I mean. I He's, don't even agree about uh the flag football anymore because I think what they only had I didn't watch it, so you guys gotta tell me what was there only one lineman, right? Yeah, there's there only one, one center. It's the seven on seven. Oh yeah. So what's the point then for the left tackle, left guard, left right guard, right tackle? To be named to a Pro Bowl, dude, that they can't even play in. You know, the punters and kickers and stuff, dude. Every year, dude, you know, besides after Sean Taylor laid that guy out. <laughs> you know, like, dude, it, the Pro Bowl, just it's a joke. But, I mean, it's a really good accolade to have, I guess, under your belt. I think all pro, being an all pro means a lot more. But I uh, let, let's go off of, let's, enough with the Pro Bowl, man. You know, history. Yeah, the Pro Bowl, man. It's just Honestly, not. It's, it's not it anymore. Put, they should just film our turkey bowl and put it up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, dude, I, just... I mean, how many hard hits? They lay harder hits than that. Yeah. No, I, I mean, shout out to Thomas Davitt, man. You gave me a pretty hard hit in the turkey bowl. <laughs> yeah, I got I got laid out a couple of times too. I felt, uh, yeah, I, I I needed my bell rung, you know. Same. Felt good. Felt good, yeah, boys. Man. Oh, a nice old reality check for you, Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By my, by Mike, uh, by Mike Mucks Mac. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's get off that. Let's go. Uh, I know we talk whatever. Jalen Ramsey, is that really a guy you want to see being traded off of a team? Steve, I know this was a heavy topic that you wanted. So let me hear it from you first. He's still a top corner in the league dude. you know what I mean don't get me wrong he still has I mean he gets his moments man like Jamar Chase burned him in the Super Bowl like sometimes he does have these routes you know what I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? but <laughs> Logan come on now I know <laughs> well, well, well what are you saying Steve? Put that prime drink down. everywhere he goes he's walking with it yeah He's, he's, middle he's, of the match. he's doing backflips with the prime bottle. Yeah, prime. He got one bottle of prime and he drank it two days ago. And now he's just filling it up with water. Yeah. 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 See, that, is, that, is that what I do? Eve? Just yeah. go to the water fountains before class. <laughs> but anyway, dude, hurts is. Yeah, go back to it. I mean, not hurts. <laughs> not hurts Ramsey. Ramsey is still a top talent in this league, man. He's still one of the best corners in the game without question. He has the attitude. You know what I mean? Ramsey is just one of them dudes that gets in your head. You know what I mean? He's just going to talk shit the entire game, get in your face. You know what I mean? And he's, I, in my opinion, he's 
he might not be worth what does he get paid 90 million or something like that that's a massive contract for a corner he might not be worth that much but he is 90 mil a year not a year, but I'm talking oh, yeah. about his contract. Yeah, his contract. Yeah, his contract. He got a bit, yeah, he got a big contract. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what his contract is, man. 90 mil. And that's a lot of money to pay a corner. So I would I would say what Ramsey dude, he I think he was the first one to break the barrier was getting I think at one point yeah, he was the highest paid massive, massive contract to pay a corner. And yeah, the Rams have cut ties with Bobby Wagner already, and I think Ramsey is another big cap issue for them. You know what I mean? And somewhere I could see Ramsey landing and I think would be a great spot for him is Kansas city because they have rookie town over there that he can kind of build up that momentum for them. You know what I mean? Kind of maybe teach them a thing or two. Well, cause he was Ramsey was drafted in, I think like 2016, you know what I mean? It's six years ago, seven seasons ago, whatever. But um, this is where you start to see corners, like that kind of fall out of their prime. So I don't think you want to have that big contract on your team paying a corner. That amount of money, I think, is just absurd at this point. And don't get me wrong, Philly plays but Darius Slay a ton of money too. And I just think Yeah, he's making seventeen. Well, I, he's making like seventeen ish. Darius Slay though is worth it, man. He's still there's a yeah, guy like that. He's not bumped out. He's not bumped out. I feel like in a way that Darius Slay is gonna uh, eventually start falling down, you know. I feel like it should have been maybe uh, like I, I I like Slay and Slay's a very very good locker room guy. But uh, when you see a guy like Bradbury outperforming, but it might be because Bradbury's covering a number two a lot, you know, and Darius is lined up. But Darius and Bradbury did play very good. I think. No, he I does. think Ram- I think Ramsey's yeah is still a top ten corner in the league does he is this though where we see the rebuild with uh los angeles rams i, think I don't so. know i don't know what uh i don't think aaron donald would necessarily want to come back if they're going and rebuild and he already said he's coming back i don't think you'll see um what's the safety's name taylor rap yeah um i don't think we'll see him in la next season either man because he's got some talent behind him and honestly I think Philly could be a good destination for Taylor Rapp. Having him and CJ in the backfield would be pretty disgusting. Philly, Philly got no money, Lori. I know, but money. Taylor Rapp's not a safety that you have to pay a ton of money. You know what I mean? If once we pay, if once we pay, if we pay, CJ, if we pay CJ, do we we won't have any money left after? No, yeah, I'm just. No. Having- I was just having fun with it. I just wanted to hear. I just wanted to get you going with the whole. Were you just pulling my chain, Don? Yeah, for real. I mean, like you guys don't have that much money, but the way the NFL works, you. If I'm being honest with you, the Saints have done it for years. It's just like fake money. They just restructuring deals. All these things where you push money to the future, and then eventually, like right now, is where the Saints are just like they're kind of screwed. Stuck, stuck with it with Mike Thomas. Are stuck, for, man. for years they were like with Brady or with uh, Breeze and stuff. Like they were just signing people and pushing <laughs> money to back in the future. So going you can- on, what do you think Dylan about Ramsey? <sighs> I don't know. I, you know who he reminds me of? I mean, he's way more talented. He's obviously the, like, I still think he's, I think he's top five. I think he's top three. I think, I mean, I know, like, Sauce is good and all, but he was a Sauce rookie. Ain't, Sauce, yeah, Sauce ain't – Sauce is good. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm still taking to the best corner in the league. Is was that what you're trying to say? But I mean, Jalen reminds me a little bit of uh of Josh Norman, just like their personality. stuff. like the attention. They like to be cocky. Like, I don't know. So will he go somewhere? I don't know. I, just, I saw he was even interested in going back to Jacksonville, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a lot week. of stuff that's not repaired with Jacksonville. Yeah, him. like Ethan said, I think he kind of burned his bridges over there, but that could be a good destination, knowing that they're under, like, a new coaching staff, under Dougie and stuff like that, so – Dougie, like what is Dougie, yeah. I can call him Dougie. Yeah, Dougie P. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think the Rams are looking to rebuild, but they're just they're just under under the salary cap so much that like they, they might just have to have to move them. I'm um, saying trade Stafford. Honestly, Baker retiring, dude. Stafford. Honestly, that might that might be the move. I don't know if they they got the balls to do that though. No, I think they're I think they're all in loaded with Stafford. They they yeah. love him after after coming to the team first year winning the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. last year was a fluke year for them. Like they they're obviously going to be better than last year. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. Mc McVay he, he's in love with Stafford. Yeah, and that's a big reason he came back. I think I, I think there was something with like. Because there are people were questioning if Stafford was going to retire and stuff, but when like they found out Stafford wasn't, then like McVay was like, "You're not awesome." Yeah, we, we we talked about that a couple episodes ago, but I I do believe, dude, Baker. Uh, even I was reading it today. It seemed like every team's best thing that they can do in the off season, and with the Rams, it was bring Baker Mayfield back. And even if you bring Baker back on like a two year deal, have him sit behind Stafford for a year. I'm a Baker guy. I think Baker could pan out. I'm a little bit. I, I lean a little bit on the Baker side. I kind of, I kind of think he got a lot of backlash for a lot of things that went on in his career so far. Yeah. No, I'm, def- I'm definitely mad at Baker. Uh, I, I hope he can succeed and be a starting quarterback again. So do I. I, uh, I, I think he needs Baker needs to rely more on. Uh, targeting his number one receiver more. Like, you know, like Big Ben was with Antonio Brown and stuff like that. Like, those veteran quarterbacks, like, they, like, when they when they need to, they'll go to that number one guy. I think Instead of being it. scared to target because the number one corner's over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know like, what I mean? when Baker and Odell were in Cleveland, like, Odell was complaining a lot. He'd get, like, four targets a game. Mm. So, yeah, that, that that's definitely what he needs to work on, actually. And see, that's what I liked about with when Baker came to the Rams is Baker didn't have to worry about uh, Cooper uh, Cup being there and A-Rob because A-Rob then got hurt eventually. So there was nothing. It was He was playing with Ben Skoranek. I think Van Jefferson was there. And then uh, another guy. Um, Joey Bendis. Joey <laughs> Bendis, yeah. <laughs> uh two 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 out well i think yeah two two yeah uh but (laughs) i feel like i feel like dude he didn't have a a priority because there was no clear number one that he needed to target and i just feel like dude like baker mayfield deserves that starting gig again like you were a first overall pick for a reason you've led cleveland out of that slump that they were in for so long no one believed in Cleveland, dude, up until Baker Mayfield came. You know what I mean? There was just something about him, and, you know, they had a horrible season his first year. 
Second year, I think they made the playoffs, right? The second year. Yeah, honest to God, they they were like one play away from going to the AFC Championship game that year. That was when Mahomes got injured and they had uh, uh, what's Chad Henne in. And he, and, he, and he rolled out and threw it to Tyreek on fourth down mm-hmm. to get. Yeah, the they won for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame. And then you look at that and you're like, wow, Baker Mayfield will. People just diss on him, and dude, to turn an organization around like that is insane. I hope Deshaun Watson ends up doing the same thing, man, over there. I really liked him. I liked him at Clemson a lot, and I thought he did very good with the Texans too. I yeah, I I'm very high on Deshaun Watson, but for some reason, dude, uh, when you're out for a whole season, and then you're out. He yeah, there's a lot of rust at he, and then he he's out for a season and a half. He didn't come back to eleven yeah. games. Yeah, for suspension, and he sat out in like twenty. I really hope he can turn it around, man. I mean, say what you want about him, but he was a great player. You know what I mean? He'll he'll absolutely. I I said that last year. I said he's going to come back. He's going to be incredibly rusty. Yeah, he's not going to be good. And he was coming back week twelve. Yeah, Uh, like week twelve, he had five weeks. You're not going to. And he was starting. He was starting to look a little better at the end. And they were already out of playoff contention at the point he came back. It was basically just get him in there, let him play a couple games again, and I think see how he works. Yeah, I think next year he won't be the guy he was in Houston, but I think he'll be still good. Like I think he'll be. See, but they must have saw something in him, now, man, because they signed, they gave him a massive contract, dude. What does he make? Forty six million dollars a year. Really guaranteed. Like they, so they must have seen something in him. You know what I mean? But like, like you said, Dylan, I think people have. Set, like knew that he was going to come in, come back, and be extremely rusty. And I think Cleveland kind of maybe rushed into that contract, but they must have saw something in him. So who knows, man? Maybe once he gets a full off season of practice under his belt, getting in the rhythm with like Amari and practicing with like Nick Chubb and guys like that, maybe he'll get into the rhythm, man. When he realizes that he has some talent around him, and like I said before, I really like Deshaun Watson a lot, and I really do. I would like to see him succeed. You know, I actually saw this the other day, and I don't know how true this is. This really is, but it was like the top landing spot for Kareem Hunt is in Dallas. Dude, I yo, that's so weird, Dylan. I swear to God, I was just going to say uh, after this end, I'm not joking. That's weird. I was just going to talk about Kareem Hunt, dude. Well, cause, that's yeah. weird, bro. I, like I heard, and I actually thought about it. I was like, you know what? If they get rid of Zeke, they're going to need somebody to compliment Pollard. And I was like, that's actually not like – He's because he's not going to get crazy money or anything. Like Hunt's like he's getting up there in age, and he, was, and he was a backup last year. But I mean, his, I don't think he doesn't have legs because he hasn't really played that much in the NFL because he had yeah, this. And he was a beast in Canada. He's still a beast in Cleveland. He led the league in in rushing his rookie year. So yeah, I saw that, but I don't know how how well. I don't think that's going to go too like well that's but. crazy dude that you brought that up because i was gonna say how i was gonna talk about leonard fournette and being an eagle and then I, when you when steven said chubb i was gonna be like yo you know who would be a good fit in philly and all the rumors all the time would be kareem hunt he is we, a Dylan, Dylan, we just might have that like brother mindset <laughs> you know what i mean how we're brothers great, now great minds think alike man well, if you want to tell the Buzz Talk fans how we claim to be brothers now, you that's know, my brother. and that's mine too. Uh, let's we'll wrap this up with a a thing. Um, 
Rashad Bateman beef with the uh, Ravens. You know, they're telling him all this. Oh, uh, the GM, oh, we don't know why we're not drafting the best wide receivers. Bateman's like, hey, play to our strengths. Put us in a position to win. Don't blame us in eight. Eight means Lamar Jackson. What's your guys' opinion on that? I feel I feel like every player has a problem with the Ravens front office, honestly. Um yeah, kinda they kinda cross some boundaries there. Obviously, you know, the Ravens need a wide receiver and you know, Bate, Bateman don't put it on his shoulders because he was injured most of the year. But uh I mean there's just certain things that as a front office, it's your responsibility to to assemble the team and get these guys playing together and when they're saying yeah we need we need wide receivers you know that's that's on that's on you guys that's on you guys that's not on us so like yeah they definitely crossed some boundaries there he's just trying to get out of there and who wants to live in baltimore very crappy city besides the aquarium (laughs) (laughs) eating crab cakes every every pregame like they got a pretty good cheesecake factor. Ain't gonna lie on that, but the aquarium is pretty cool. <laughs> what about the harbor? The harbor. Baltimore, that's what I mean. The harbor. harbor, dude. That's where I used to go as a kid all the time. It's pretty nice going there. I mean, I wouldn't really want to live there, but dude, would love to. Whatever. But yeah, I, I feel like Bateman. No one wants to play there. You didn't do good by – I mean, Deshaun, what do you have, like three catches, four catches for the Ravens? He didn't really put much on – much to hey, get yeah, him. Tutty. Deshaun did not have a tutty this season. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you in fantasy that week? Yeah, yeah, I picked him up as my – No, double. yeah, he had, he had a touchdown in practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he they should he did sign. not have a tutty, dude. They should sign Bryant, Des Bryant back. Let's go. Yeah, throw off the X for Des Bryant. Or uh, what is that? Is throwing up the X just done for Des? Does that I mean? Think, I think that's uh, culturally inappropriate nowadays. I, I still can't believe how his career ended. It, it I think it was so unfair. All righty. <laughs> Why is that culturally inappropriate? Because everything is nowadays. Fine. Sorry, Remind me to never do that again. Dylan, why was it why was it bad how it ended? I just don't think like he was at the end like at the end of his career, like well how he got signed to the Saints and just tears his ACL the first practice. Yeah, it was, it was he tore his Achilles. He tore his Achilles, which is a significant injury. But yeah. like I don't know. I mean when he was on Dallas, the way it ended, I mean he had eight hundred and some yards. I mean in his last season, I just think him and Dak didn't have a great, like Dak was so young. I just don't think they had like, a great chemistry going, but I think he totally could like, dude, it, I was excited for him to play for the saints. I really was. And Cause Breeze was still there too, right? Yeah. And Breeze, yeah. And, and he was best with Romo. So I figured he would be, you know, good with Breeze because Breeze is better than Romo. So I was like, this is going to be like, well, and it's going to be exciting to see. And then he tore his Achilles. But I just think like, I don't know, even when he was on Baltimore for that year, it was like, he, he caught a toddy with Baltimore, didn't he? Yeah, he had two touchdowns. They just didn't give him, like, any opportunities. Yeah, he's playing, like, 15 snaps a game. Yeah. Well, we'll, clo- we'll close it off with there. Thank yous all for tuning in to Episode 12 of The Fade. 
Hey, stay tuned. This will be up tonight. And uh, hey, drink your prime. <laughs> we aren't. We gotta pay us for 